Um, the beginning of a new year is always a time of reflection, isn't it? Always a time of reflection. And um, <laughs> for all of us, uh, uh, the events of the past year uh, has given us a lot more to reflect upon than is usual. Um, uh, uh, I don't know what plans or goals you may have had for yourselves for uh, 2020, but I'm sure that you did not anticipate the unfolding of the difficult circumstances of the past year. Um, but, you know, the question remains, how did, uh, uh, no matter what your plans were, how did they stand up? How did they stand up, especially given the, the difficult circumstances we all faced? You know, from a spiritual perspective, uh, we lost the, 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 the support in our lives of uh, face-to-face fellowship. We lost the opportunity to worship together. And the Bible tells us that those two things are important uh, uh, contributors to, to our spiritual growth. And so we lost the, the, those support, supports. And then additionally, we were placed under restrictions that disrupted our usual interaction, uh, family, friends, work, etc. So uh, not only did, uh, the question is not only did we achieve our 2020 goals, but were we able to maintain our sense of peace? Were we able to uh, maintain our sense of freedom and hope despite the loss of all those supports that we would normally look to uh, uh, and help us in our lives? Um, now, the one thing we have learned is that there are things that we may face that we have no control over and which we must be able to, to cope with. And last year, at this time, we reminded ourselves that as believers, it was important that all our hopes, all our dreams, uh, uh, the goals and plans that we had set for ourselves, all these things should be subject to and surrendered to God's will and God's purposes. Um, in Colossians chapter 3, uh, uh, verse 1 to 2, it says this, if then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on things that are above and not on things that are on the earth. And so that, that is a counsel to us regarding whatever we, we want to set as our goals or plans in our lives. The most important thing is to to look to God and to seek God and his will and his purposes. It means that, we, that, uh, that we, the plans and goals that we, we're going to set for ourselves, we're going to make in the new year, that, that they would demonstrate the fact that we are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ and that our, our main goal is to serve him and his kingdom in a greater way. One of the things we considered was whatever our plans were, it is God's will that we should expect continual growth in our walk with the Lord. The Apostle Peter in his epistle, second epistle says this, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so... Um, Maybe just to ask the question again uh, regarding 2020, did your personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ deepen and grow in the last year? 
Now, your first reaction might well be, Pastor, what, what do you expect? What do you expect? Uh, there was a pandemic, and the pandemic affected everything. The pandemic upset my plans. Now, it's, it's important to remember that it's God's desire for us as Christians that, is, that we are to be continually growing in our relationship with the Lord in all circumstances, and despite circumstances. And we're going to get back to that later. You can put the first slide up, actually, as the background to what I'm saying. Uh, but I want to share with you some personal observations uh, this morning uh, that I've seen in the lives of many in our fellowship over the past year. There is no doubt in my mind that as we've interacted, and even with limited face-to-face -face fellowship, I have recognized real growth in many lives. This was brought home to me very clearly uh, through the testimonies and contributions of many who took part in uh, the Christmas Greetings podcast. I am encouraged this morning that even with all the limitations of 2020, we have grown as a church fellowship. And by that, I mean our people have grown. Our people have grown. And I believe that the fruits of that growth... Uh, that has taken place in our lives in 2020 will be reaped when we can all get back together again. Now, before preparing this message, I looked up what I shared in the New Year's message last year. Uh, I was particularly interested in it, uh, given the circumstances we have had to cope with in the past year. And the theme was personal growth. And as I have been encouraged by what I, I have observed amongst us in the past year, I feel uh, led to return for the year 2020 to this theme of growth, this theme of growth. Now, as a, as a leadership, we're committed to see our church fellowship grow in every way. And I believe this morning that the foundation for that growth, our church growth, our fellowship growth, I believe that, that the foundation for that is the spiritual growth of every member in the body of Christ. I know that as leadership, we want to support and emphasize that goal. And so this morning, I believe the Lord has given me four scriptures to share, that I believe that if we embrace them, they can be a catalyst for change and for further growth in our lives. And that, that will lead in, uh, to 2021 being a year when we will all take a leap forward in our walk with the Lord, both individually and collectively. And furthermore, I'm sure that they can provide the, the spiritual strength that will be the help we need to face whatever the year will be and to live in all circumstances and overcoming victorious life. Now, probably not all four scriptures will necessarily apply to everyone. But each scripture is, I believe, for certain individuals. And as I share them, I, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will trigger a response in uh, someone's heart, whoever God is going to speak to right now. And that, that, that response will be, yes, that is for me, for this year, and I'm going to accept it. I'm going to respond to it in faith and believe that I'm going to grow and mature in the Lord by embracing and employing its truth in my life this year. Jesus said, you will know the truth 
and the truth will set you free. Now, we do not know what 2021 holds for us, just as we could not have anticipated what we have faced in 2020. But there's a freedom for you and me as believers. It is a freedom that comes from trusting God. When I think of that word freedom, uh, in trusting God, I always think of that song of Andre Crouch. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There's been times I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to only make me strong. Amen? I've been to a lot of places. I've seen millions of faces. But there were times I felt so alone. But in my lonely hours, yes, those precious lonely hours, Jesus let me know that I was his own. Amen. I thank God for the mountains. I thank him for the valleys. I thank him for the storms he's brought me through. For if I'd never had a problem, I wouldn't know that he could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. Amen. And he ends up with a chorus, doesn't it? Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for the freedom we can have in all circumstances because we are trusting in the ever-living one. Amen? Hallelujah. And so each scripture I, I, I'm going to share with you, I believe, will identify an area maybe in your life that God wants you to grow and mature in so that you can walk in freedom and grow in God's love and God's grace. And I'm praying that as we consider these scriptures together, they will create a hunger and a thirst for more of God in your lives. So here are the four areas which I believe are opportunities for change, for growth in 2021 for all of us. You can put that slide up, and I've called them the four Ps for growth in 2021. Prioritize, prosper, prevail, and progress. Amen? Or you may consider them as the four Ps to prepare for 2021. Now, grammatically, they don't all come together, but I'm sure uh, as we go through, you'll see uh, the theme of change is important in all of them. Um, more specifically, for someone listening today who God may have been already speaking to regarding these areas, very often when we are faced with a personal growth challenge in life, it will demand that we make a change. Okay, we, you know, that, that, that seems to be a, a, a maximum in life. Uh, the famous one is, of course, I'm going to diet this year. Well, if you're going to diet this year, you've got to make a change. So any life challenges very often demand a change. And I believe that in our walk with the Lord, if we want to grow in the Lord, uh, uh, 
probably it will demand a change in our life if we are to benefit from. And I'm praying that what I share with you this morning will motivate change in, in someone's life that will lead to growth in your walk with the Lord. So first of all then, 2021 is a year to prioritize. This is a well-known verse, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. In our New Year's Eve prayer meeting, Pastor Rich mentioned this as one of the keys for 2021 that the Lord had given him. And this is one of the biggest change challenges that we all face at some time or another, isn't it? Prioritizing things in life is one of the biggest challenges we have. And I simply share this because I believe that maybe it is something someone has been struggling with and which God has been speaking to you about. You may sincerely want to grow in your spiritual life and in your walk with the Lord, but you've been caught up in the busyness of life. <laughs> Family, work, leisure, etc. The things necessary for spiritual growth, the word, prayer, fellowship, in the, in the midst of that busyness just seem to fall by the wayside. Now it's not that you <clears throat> may have been doing sinful or bad things. It's just busyness robbing you of finding time to focus on your spiritual life. It's what is known as a sin of omission. Rather than sins of commission, there are sins of omission. And one of the sins of omission is not prioritizing the things of God in our lives. Now, if that is you right now, I pray that what I'm sharing will be the catalyst that maybe triggers a response in your heart and mind. The 2021 is the year to make those priority choices and changes that puts the things of God and if you have a family, your family's spiritual welfare as a number one priority. I'm not unmindful of the fact that this may even require some sacrifice, especially if you have a family. After all, Gwyneth and I raised five children, so we know what that's all about. <laughs> okay, but I can assure you it will be worth it. It will be worth it. If you do so, I have every confidence that you will see a change uh, for the better in your life. You will see growth. You will see a maturing in your spiritual life. And if you have a family, in your family also. Let me just add here, if you're in a family, especially if you're a husband or wife, it is important that you support one another in making any changes you believe you must make. And again, if you do so, I believe it will be worth it. Amen? And there's a lot more to unpack in this verse when he says, you know, seek God his kingdom and his righteousness. But that's another, uh, for another time, another aspect uh, of application of this scripture. But I just want to encourage you this morning to make those initial steps of prioritizing, reading the word, praying, and fellowship before other things. Secondly, 2021 is a year to prosper. It's a year to prosper. 
We're familiar with the scripture in John chapter 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And then Paul in the epistle of Titus, and he says, whom he poured out on us, that it is the Holy Spirit, abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So the question is, how does this require me to change? Well, I, basically, I, I believe uh, it requires an attitude change, an attitude change. And open up these scriptures, I want, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to speak this morning to someone who maybe this morning is found in a place of despair regarding your spiritual life. You've said to yourself, I just have to accept that this is as much as I am going to get out of my Christian life. You're in a place of despair. You don't see anything uh, better for you in your Christian walk. And you're just hanging on, waiting to get to heaven someday. Well, uh, if that is you this morning, I believe God is speaking to you that 2021 is to be the year that you walk in the abundance of God. It is important, however, to recognize that the scripture is talking about much more than material blessing or material abundance. It is an abundance that is within and which is not dependent on external things or experiences. It is what the Bible says, the joy of the Lord being your strength. Or it is having what Jesus says, the peace that passes all understanding. God wants you to know the abundance of his joy, the abundance of his peace. It requires that you change your outlook and expectation. It requires that you embrace the promises of God, which are yes and amen to those that believe. And we're going to come back to this in the last area that we will consider and so I, I want to ask you, if this is you this morning, will you, will you do th uh, that this morning? Will you say yes to God? Put aside maybe any negative self-condemnation and sense of hopelessness. I believe that if you do so, 2021 will be a year of growth in your walk with the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Thirdly then, 2021 is a year to prevail. A year to prevail, or uh, another word you can uh, um, use for that is to overcome. A year to prevail. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, too many Christians live with a defeatist attitude. If you find yourself caught up in this negative mindset, I believe God is speaking to you right now, right now. But let me first put the verse in its context. Too many use this verse as a reason or justification to exercise spiritual power in some way. And of course, there are other contexts in which the thought may apply in that way. However, in its context, Paul is saying, I can handle anything that life throws at me. This is what Paul is saying in this context. I can handle anything that life throws at me through Christ who strengthens me. And I'm going to read the context. It's not going to be on the slide. He says, he says, not that I speak in regard to need, 
for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the message translation. Again, it's not going to be on this slide. It says, actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with, with little as with much, with much as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one that is Christ who makes me who I am. Praise God. Hallelujah. Paul says, whatever life is going to throw at me, dare I say it, throw a pandemic at me. (laughs) I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? I can't think of a better scripture to speak to us about (laughs) how we can face what we have gone through in 2020 and whatever we may face in 2021. God is saying to you and to me, whatever 2021 holds for you in life, you can prevail, you can overcome through Christ who strengthens you. And as we look to Christ, he is the one who is able to bring us through the darkest of life's experiences. Amen. There's another scripture that comes to mind when I think of that and dwelling on this aspect maybe a a, a little bit more than the others. And it's in Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17 to 19. It says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. And it ends up, it says, the sovereign Lord is my strength. Amen? The sovereign Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. And what the scripture telling us is this, that in the face of, in, in the face of utter deprivation, because what that verse uh, uh, described was a situation where every support natural support of physical life was taken away, yet he says, yet I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. In the face of utter deprivation, we can find joy and strength in the Lord. And so this morning, if you felt defeated, if you felt defeated and overwhelmed because of the events of the past year, and you're facing 2021 fearful of the same again, God is speaking to you and me right now through his word. Like Paul, you you and I can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? And I want to end this this, uh, uh, particular part by, by reading from Romans chapter 8, verse 35 to 39. It says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? 
or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. <laughs> neither our fears for today. <laughs> We're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> nor our f worries about tomorrow. Is it going to end tomorrow? Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Amen. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so uh, this morning, as you step out in faith, with a changed perspective on what you may face in 2021, I believe you will see a change for good in your spiritual life and walk with the Lord. You will see growth and maturity. God wants us to prevail. God wants us to have an overcoming attitude in 2021. And finally, 2021 is a year to progress. I'm going to, we're going to read this verse just uh, in the English Standard Version, which is uh, probably more uh, uh, akin to most people, but then I want to f focus on actually the translation from the message. But let, let's just read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. First of all, it's going to be on the screen. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing we discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Uh, in many ways, uh, this incorporates all of the first three points that we've been considering. Um, and these verses in the uh, English Standard Version and the King James Version, of course, are the basis for our church name. But for now, I want to consider them from uh, the, the message version. The purpose of the gospel is not merely to give us a ticket to heaven. <laughs> I don't know why that came into my mind when I was writing these words. Uh, it's not a ticket to heaven. But then I, uh, I remember the, um, uh, a chorus we used to sing in Sunday school. And um, I, I don't know if I'll get it all correct, but you get the message and, and you say, uh, salvation special, salvation special. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it's, uh, what's it? Um, uh, is it, it, it anyway, it's, it talks about, uh, and it's going to heaven. Get your ticket, get your ticket. Uh, uh, it's going to the glory land. <laughs> okay. It's going to the glory land. But um, maybe, uh, you know, so t teaching a uh, child, we need to get on God's train to heaven. But um, uh, the important thing for us this morning is, it's not just about getting a ticket to heaven, <laughs> on the train to heaven. You know, 
Um, uh, uh, the purpose of the gospel is that we be changed. We have to be transformed. We have to be transformed. Um, we're all familiar with 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Uh, if anyone's in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Amen? Now, the important thing to remember here is, and because uh, for those of you who are part of our fellowship here, you've heard me say this before, um, uh, you know, too many people uh, 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 want to believe in a magic wand, Christianity. Uh, yeah, and they, they want God just to wave a magic wand over me and it's going to change me. But if we want to be changed, if we want to be transformed, we have to cooperate with God. We have to, uh, um, it requires our cooperation. We have to change by making decisions to turn away from the ways of this world. But praise God, as we consider this, we're not in this alone. We're not in this alone. Amen. Uh, Peter reminds us in his second epistle, uh, it says, his, that is God, God, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Praise his wonderful name. So as we look to 2021, um, let me ask you this question. Are you ready to change? Are you ready to change? Where God shows you that you need to change. <laughs> Not just the areas I've shared with you this morning, but maybe in areas God is already to talking to you about. Are you ready to change? But however, in the, in the particular areas we have considered together this morning, what do you see God doing in these areas of your life? Are you committed to making the changes that would be necessary to achieve these goals? Let's always remember, what is more important? Is it building our lives for ourselves or for God and his kingdom? See, if our plans are Christ-centered and filtered through God's purposes, there will be fruit in our lives. And so do you want the things that we've shared this morning uh, to become a reality in your life? I want to encourage you this morning to consecrate these areas to God and allow his purposes to come forth in each of these areas. Just looking at the verse, the verses that in, in the message from the scripture, it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking. Fix your attention on God. Amen. When we focus on God, when we have the goal in our lives to become more like the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of God tells us you will be changed from the inside out. Amen? And recognize what he, and we need to, uh, by recognizing what he wants from us and responding to it. Amen? I like the end. It says God brings the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity in you. Oh, praise God. Thank God for the work of grace in our lives. Thank God for what he's doing. Um, I don't know about you, I, I look back and sometimes, you know, getting on up there, you look back in your life and 
I thank God for what he has done in my life. Amen? And you look back, sometimes you see points in your life where it could have gone in other directions. But praise God, when because uh, uh, of decisions that we make to put God as the center of our lives, we are today, praise God, uh, the Bible tells us we are what we are by the grace of God. Hallelujah. That's something to give God thanks for this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So in all, these, in all these things, we must be dependent upon the Holy Spirit. Amen. Proverbs, in Proverbs, we read this, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Again, some, another scripture in Proverbs, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And we'll Look at that verse again a little bit later. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. So this new year, let us focus on making the changes. Making the changes that will align with what God wants to do in each of our lives. And I believe this will result in us being able to say at the end of the year, I have grown in my relationship with the Lord and my spiritual life has deepened and matured. I've grown in my walk with the Lord. In it all, praise God, God is faithful. Amen? Hallelujah. I like this verse, you know, which I, speaks to us of the faithfulness of God. Again, it's in Psalm 37, starting to read of verse 23. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Wow. Hallelujah. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young, and now I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. Oh, praise God. Thank God for God's faithfulness in our lives. Amen. So we're going to just take a moment to just stop and pray. If God has spoken to you regarding any of the areas that we've considered and you want to make a commitment to change in that area, let's pray together right now. Pray with me. As we come to the middle of the prayer, there will be four things that we've shared together. If that's what you are committing to this morning, pray it with us. Father, I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you that as we have seen in your word, you delight in every detail of my life. You've spoken to me today, and I want to be obedient and change in the area you have spoken to me about. I commit to making the priority changes in my life that you have shown me I must make. I commit to changing my attitude and expectations so that I can experience the abundant life you have promised me. I commit to change from a defeatist attitude and accept that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
I commit and submit my life to the continuing transforming work of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Amen.